blue eyes crying in the rain. Hello everybody out there in farm country. The radio commentary is brought to you by the National Corn Growers Association, Crop Life America, and the Renewable Fuels Association. They are friends, supporters, and allies of a healthy farm economy in prosperous rural America. And now for today's commentary. This is Randy Russell sitting in for my good friend Jack Block. All eyes have been on the eastern border of the Ukraine, where Russia has amassed over 130,000 troops. Washington and the media have been consumed with the question, is Russia going to invade the Ukraine? And, if so, when? Some have speculated they will invade in late February following the Beijing Olympics. Let's put this in perspective. There have been recent border issues with the Ukraine. In 2014, Russia annexed Crimea in southern Ukraine. To the north, the Russian ally, Belarus, has also fortified Russian positions. In the east, Several Ukrainian provinces align themselves with Russia given their strong historical, ethnic, and cultural ties. And what about our European allies? Well, Germany receives one-third of their oil and natural gas from Russia, and most Germans heat their homes with Russian natural gas. Given this, and it being in the middle of winter, it's hard to imagine the largest economy in Europe providing decisive leadership against any Russian aggression. If we've learned anything from the Vietnam War, it's that you don't commit American troops into armed conflict without a clear, achievable objective. And you don't enter armed conflict without strong public support. Recent polls show that less than one-third of Americans support sending troops to the Ukraine. And remember, Every time a president commits our patriotic troops into foreign conflict, those young men and women are disproportionately from rural America. Meanwhile, with the media consumed with the Ukraine, another crisis has been occurring over the last year on our own border. According to Customs and Border Protection, over 2 million apprehensions were made at our southern border in calendar year 2021. In December 2021 alone, over 178,000 apprehensions were made, and these statistics don't include those illegal immigrants not caught by the Customs and Border Protection. Over half of these apprehensions were from countries other than Mexico, El Salvador, Guatemala, or Honduras. In addition, over a dozen individuals apprehended were on our terrorist watch list. Revoking the Remain in Mexico policy and changing deportation rules over the last 12 months has encouraged immigrants seeking a better, more secure life to try and cross our southern border. Our poor southern border has led to human trafficking that has directly benefited Mexican drug cartels. Meanwhile, during fiscal year 2021, CBP officers at eight South Texas points of entry experienced an over 1,000% increase in fentanyl seized, much of which came from China. Fentanyl and other illegal drugs crossing our southern border directly contributed to a record 100,000 deaths last year from drug overdoses in many rural communities. 
which experience higher rates of drug addiction and overdoses than in urban areas, this has become a public health crisis. Two border crises, one 5,000 miles away, the other along our own southern border. The former has little public support to get directly involved and has no clear, winnable objective. The other has significant impact on the U.S. economy, national security, and public health. Which do you think deserves the full attention of Washington? This is Randy Russell reporting from Washington.